Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen. And today on the podcast, we have Cody Owen. He is the founder of Lightspeed Social, which is like a uh, social media marketing agency for specifically for lawn care companies. So I'm going to I'm gonna pick his brain a little bit, ask him about his journey into, into this uh, space, and then maybe get some uh, some pointers and tips for uh, the guys of us out here, out in the field, trying to, trying to get some new clients in the door. But uh, maybe not as quite as proficient with running ads and paid ads and, and that kind of stuff. So, Cody, welcome to the show. Caleb, thanks so much for having me, man. I'm excited. For sure, for sure. So, my first question for you is: How did you get started in this space? Did you run a business of your own? Uh, I know you had some association with the Lawn Care Millionaire. What did that look like, and how did how did you get into lawn care specifically? Yeah. So. My earliest experience with entrepreneurship was uh, I mowed two lawns in my neighborhood in middle school um, with borrowed equipment from my dad. Uh, One was an empty lot that was like a quarter acre that I was mowing for 20 bucks. Uh, And it took me like five hours with a push mower. And one was just the front yard because the guy did not want me messing up his backyard. I had very specific things going on back there. Um, But then in college, I got a job at Service Autopilot. And so that was co-founded by Jonathan Potoshnik, the quarter acre that I was mowing for 20 bucks. Uh, And it took me like five hours with a push mower. Um, And one was just the front yard because the guy did not want me messing up his backyard. I had very specific things going on back there. Um, but then in college, I got a job at service autopilot. And so that was co-founded by Jonathan Potoshnik, the, the lawn care millionaire. And so I started answering the phones over at service autopilot, learned the software really quickly, but I had an interest in writing and marketing. And at the time service autopilot was really small. A lot of people were working in multiple departments And so I got the opportunity to kind of get taken under Jonathan's wing and brought up as a marketer into their marketing department. And that's where I learned to run Facebook ads. And my first job in that department was to take the most successful lawn care millionaire videos from back in the day and turn them into blog posts. So a big part of my job was just mainlining lawn care content and turning it into blog posts. So I got like a crash course in how the industry works, the biggest problems and and the best marketing solutions. Gotcha. What were you going to, to college for at the time? Uh, I have a degree in historical studies. Nice. I mean, that directly applies to marketing and advertising. Yes, very uh, like a lot of writing and learning to construct an argument. So like you think it's totally unrelated, but then like it is learning to write like that does help you a lot in the marketing space. Gotcha. And how many years were you working for uh, Service Autopilot? I know it's a pretty decent sized software company. And um, I know actually personally, a lot of guys who are really, really obsessed. There's some guys who are big jobber fans and some guys, big Service Autopilot. How long were you uh, were you there for? I was there for almost five years. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's where you picked up all the stuff that you use today? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Gotcha. So what so what was I'm curious because uh I I'm not sure how long you've been running Lightspeed, which is your uh, social media marketing agency for lawn care businesses. Walk me through that. How did you uh 
why lawn care specifically? I, I know you have some previous experience with it. Maybe that made it easier. But how did it start? And uh, where is it at today? I, just out of curiosity. Yeah. So the the big thing for me was I already knew people in the space. Um, and I felt like I had a unique set of skills that I was not seeing present when I looked at other agencies. A lot of guys in the space are like one generation older than me in the like lawn care marketing agency space. Mm -hmm. And so they cut their teeth on Google AdWords and that is still the focus of their agency. Mm -hmm. And then like social media stuff is sort of, they've added it on later. Whereas I like cut my marketing teeth learning to spend money on Facebook. Gotcha. Um, so that was, that was it. And then also it was, you know, going through those old lawn care millionaire videos and looking at how Jonathan built a, you know, $10 million business 20 years ago, it was like, okay, how do I take these methods that worked for him? The, like the night arounds, the door hangers, all that sort of thing, every door direct mail and update that for now. And I realized that like you can replicate those strategies on Facebook and do them cheaper and get in front of people five, six more times uh, for the same amount of money. Gotcha. And how and how uh, how long have you been uh, running the the agency for? Yeah. So I started Lightspeed in March of 2020 as a like side <laughs> hustle uh, while I was at home. Perfect and, timing. Uh, you know, while doing a bunch of other projects when we couldn't leave the house. And then it grew so quickly that it was like rapidly taking more time than my day job. And I was having to send people emails at, you know, weird hours of the night um, after I was off the clock at SA. And so um, in September of 2020, I went full time. Gotcha. That's crazy. Uh, and by September, I had already hired a friend because I couldn't keep up with everything. So I was already taking things off the plate. Yeah, no, that's 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 not so uh, what's what's your mission? Do you have like an avatar, like an ideal business size? I was talking to a buddy um, the other day, you might know him, Luke Trukin, and he has like a social media marketing marketing agency, but his like, his ideal is like, he's got like a price range of like how much they're doing in revenue, like 750 to one and a half million. He said that's their perfect spot. And we're there to get them to 5 million. And then there are other people who would bet, you know, better serve them past that or before that. But like, What's kind of your avatar? What kind of people are you looking for? And, and what kind of stuff do you do for them? Yeah, so we are, I feel like typically the best fit for people who are 250 plus. Um, and we kind of view getting you to that million mark as graduation. Gotcha. Um, and the things that we do, sorry, I've got a little bit of a cold here. So I keep having uh, weird things happening in my sinuses. Um, so what we provide is that the core service is Facebook and Instagram ads targeting neighborhood by neighborhood, helping you get in front of just the neighborhoods you want to work in and not the neighborhood next door, not the office building down the street, not the apartment buildings across the street. So we help you get in front of just the people you're wanting to serve on Facebook. Obviously, we do AdWords as uh, an add-on service. We do some hiring stuff through Indeed, uh, screening candidates for people. Um, I, that's a really fun thing to do. I I do the like voice screening for that uh, myself. And so you get a lot of guys who think that it's appropriate in a phone interview to tell you that they have considered hitting coworkers. 
uh, you know, just like stuff that is like grossly disqualifying right off the bat. So I try to take some of that off the plate of lawn care business owners so that they're only talking to the best candidates. Gotcha. Is that a, is that a new service? Um, we added that last year. Okay. Gotcha. And so, so you said that, uh, involved with that Facebook, Instagram as, um, you know, keeping it super local with that stuff. Do you just, you just go in and engineer that within, um, like the settings of the, like the Facebook ads, let's say on like the meta business suite or whatever, you just go in there and do you like do it by zip codes or do you have like a way of like, like doing it like block by block by block Because when I was in setting my stuff up, like I couldn't find a way to do block by block because obviously we have like specific, we don't go past this road um, just because some people are like, oh, it's only two houses down from that. And mm -hmm. you just kind of have to draw the line in the sand there. Um, so we have the like limit specific... has to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So is there a way on like meta business suite doing your Instagram or Facebook ads to specifically like um, cut it off at a specific road? Yes. So the way that we do that, and I have a YouTube video that walks you through exactly how to do it in the back end of Facebook that I can send you to have in the show notes here. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But you want to use the inclusion and exclusion zones that Facebook lets you drop on a map. And so it's going to drop a one mile radius circle on the map. And so you would do that for your inclusion that would be blue. And then you're going to eat away from it with little red exclusion zones cut down to a mile. So even though everything's dealing in circles, you can cut straight lines out of it to block the people across the street from getting the ads. Gotcha. So it's just a little bit more fine tuning. Yes. Yeah. A little bit more labor, but it helps your marketing dollars get to the people that you actually are wanting to serve the ads to. Gotcha. And I'm just curious, do you have like a comparison between like direct mail cost and, um, you know, putting ads in local newspapers and all that, all that kind of stuff that was kind of of the past now, uh, for the most part, do you have like a, um, a difference? Like, do you know how much that costs to get into in front of each customer per time versus like Facebook or Instagram? Do you have like an, is there a number for that? Oh man, it has been a minute since I looked at costs for EDDM, um, to just pull a number and, you know, maybe some guys can correct me if uh, they've done it more recently. But I think that it is, you know, you're pushing 70 cents to a dollar per impression versus, you know, paying five to 10 cents for an impression. Like mm -hmm. I can get you in front of an entire neighborhood in a day, an entire subdivision for like three to five bucks. Um, and that is like just nowhere in the ballpark of what an EDDM campaign will cost, even just for printing. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious what your thoughts are, because I've heard from uh, another friend where he would go um, and go through the neighborhood and he would like write down all the addresses of the um, properties that already were getting like some sort of lawn mowing service. And then he would just literally he would only target like mailing stuff to them, like with a specific quote. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'm just curious. Do you think it's more effective to just spend the money on social media and maybe, you know, the people who see the ad are not people who are necessarily interested in it. Um, but then you're also getting the people who are interested. How do you think that breaks down? Do you think it's more worth it just to go the social media route? Or do you think it's worth it maybe to, to if you're like super local or a smaller operation to just, you know, send out that that individual letter to like each of those properties that are like right next door to your your current properties? 
Um, so I think the the strategy you're describing is something that can work when you're pretty small and scrappy. And I definitely think you could save some money there uh, by putting in some more legwork. The, the thing that I would say is that social media is going to cost more, um, but it's going to be scalable. I don't know that like being having a private detective on staff to uh, <laughs> hang out in neighborhoods and figure out who has lawn care service is going to be as scalable as Facebook ads. Right. Um, that would be my concern there. But I think absolutely, if you are small and scrappy and want to get out there and and poach some clients, that is the way to do it. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so to those people who are not quite at like the, because you said like 250 to a million is, is kind of your ideal range. What do you say to the people who are kind of below 250, who maybe would like to work with you in the future? How do they get to that 250 mark, um, you know, by building out their client base? What, what advice would you give to them? What's some low hanging fruit that they can take advantage of? Yeah, I mean, we have a whole series of YouTube videos that walk you through our exact strategy. Like our goal is not we want people who need it taken off their plate, not people that it's a mystery box to. We're not trying to obscure anything. It is these strategies are very easy. People come to us because they need us to write the copy. Uh, they need us to do the creative, um, the targeting and stuff. You can absolutely DIY and you can grow just as you've been growing. So I would pick, you know, three to five neighborhoods that you want to target and and use the, the targeting that we're talking about here to get in front of them. Uh, a whole bunch in the spring and just consistently grow by by focused social media targeting. Do your nine arounds to increase your density. Um, you know, you want to get those six to eight touches that you need to like actually close a sale. Mm -hmm. And you want to get as many of them as possible without you having to be on the phone. Right. Because I know for those smaller businesses, it's the owner who's taking all of the calls. That's where I'm at in my business is I take all of our sales calls. So, you know, as much as you can do to automate the process before you're having to manually intervene, um, the easier it's going to be for you to scale quickly. Right. So does that look like, um, you know, you said getting in front of the people, does that, does that mean like, are you a proponent of like doing boosting like a normal post or do you, do you think it's better just to go in on an ad and maybe you don't know um, the copy, you know, the copy very well or the creative very well, you know, it's not perfect, but just getting it out there so that people have that. And maybe it's not ideal. Like, is it just worth it to get it out there? Uh, what should we be doing with that? Yeah, I would not wait until you're ready um, because you're never going to feel ready. Right. Um, you're always going to feel like there's something that could be better. You're going to see somebody else's ad in a Facebook group and think like, man, my ads don't look like that. You know, integrate that. Try to make your stuff better uh, over time. But the best day to start is is right now. Well, maybe wait until the the spring. But um, so, yeah, I wouldn't want you to wait until you feel ready. I want you to get out there and start doing it. I would not start with boosting posts. I don't think that that's not going to let you target as as tightly as you should be i would take the time to learn how to do the targeting that we're talking about here with the inclusion and exclusion zones so that you know that you're hitting a neighborhood you want to work in boosting a post you can like limit the radius and stuff but it's really scattershot and you're going to get you know a bunch of people who live in apartments and things like that that's like well great i paid for someone to see my ad who doesn't have a lawn right right so so ads are boost to start 
doesn't have to be perfect. Just improve things, get, get the ball rolling, get, get uh, your stuff out in front of people so that they can, and kind of see it those six to eight times. Is that what I'm, is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. Yeah. That would be exactly what I'd recommend. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking with, with my business, we're definitely not a quarter million dollars yet, but um, I'm just trying to think of creative ways that we can just, you know, a lot of guys like just filling out the roster, like, you know, we're like 80, 90% there, but we can just fill that a little bit more. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think of some creative ways to do that in the spring. Um, so ads doing that uh, yourself, what's a, what's a budget generally look like? Do you, do you have, do you have any idea what um, the cost per acquisition, like, or at least cost per lead of, uh, of like an account like this would be, let's say if we're doing it ourselves and it's not, not crazy nice or, or, you know, super well put together, like you guys would do. Do you have any idea of what that would look like? I would be worried if you are spending more than $10 per lead. That's the point where I would be like, maybe you should have a friend look at the ads and tell you what's wrong with it. <laughs> um, so if you're spending more than that with this kind of targeting, I would really want you to be below that point DIY. And ideally, I'd want you to be at like three to five bucks on just what Facebook is reporting as the cost per lead. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're retargeting and stuff, you're going to end up having like some kind of hidden costs creep in there. Um, but yeah, if you're doing it yourself, I, I would really encourage you to double down on neighborhoods where you're already doing work so that each job that you add is increasing density overall and reducing your costs for all of those other jobs. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell me a little bit about what your goals for the spring are? Cause I have an idea, but I think that you should back into your marketing budget from your growth goals. Yeah. Yep. Um, so right now coming on to next year that we have signed on for the spring, it looks like 80 of the 120 ish. It's a little bit more than that, but there's 120 really core uh, and 80 of them are returning next season. So we got 40 people that we want to, you know, we want to add on next season to make sure that that roster is filled out. Yeah. Do you know how much you spent on marketing last spring? Last spring? I spent a lot of money like two years ago and that's how we did. We did a bunch of like, we got yard signs and and all that other, like the stuff for the truck, uh, magnets and all that kind of stuff. So probably, mm, probably like eight, $900. Okay. So, and you're talking about, you want to grow by like 50%. Yeah. Yeah. This year. Um, so I would take that into account and look at your marketing budget from two years ago when you know you invested in it and, and look at how many clients you added that year. If it was about 40, then you know that like, okay, roughly, you know, it cost me a thousand dollars to add 40 clients to the business. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, hopefully you will, because you're growing as a business owner and your marketing skills are getting refined, it's going to, you know, that thousand dollars will go a little bit further this time, uh, especially if you're doing targeted social media stuff. Um, but I would look at that and know that, okay, if I want to add 40 more clients, I need to spend about the same that I spent to get 40 clients to begin with. Right. So, and that's how I would always back into it from there because a lot of guys, they'll set really audacious goals for the business, uh, like growing by 50%, but then they won't look at their marketing budget. They'll want to take the marketing budget up by like 5%. <laughs> and it's like, well, if you want to grow by 50%, you need to increase your marketing budget accordingly. So try to pair those goals together. You know, that's the thing about like 
taking a big goal and breaking it down into smaller goals and looking at like, okay, what steps do I need to take to, to hit this? And a big thing that I see guys miss is that marketing budget increase. Right. Yeah. And uh, before, before we wrap it up here, I'm curious, um, with Lightspeed, do you have like tiers? How does it work? If somebody does want to get in touch with you uh, and wants to work with, with your company, what does that look like? Uh, could you give us like kind of an, a general ballpark idea of pricing and, you know, kind of the results? I know you just kind of broke it down for me where it's like, you definitely got to spend more to get more. Uh, what does that look like with your company? Uh, what can you do for for people who are at that quarter million to a million mark? Yeah. So our pricing is uh, between like 600 and 900 a month, depending on the amount of work that we hear from you is going to go into the campaigns. Um, generally, that's just a company size distinction. If you're bigger and you're working in more areas, that's more labor for us. Um, but we don't work on like a commission basis or anything. It is a, a flat labor fee to work with us. And we build out an ROI dashboard for you in Google Sheets that compares the management cost you're paying us, the amount you're spending on ads, um, and then shows you your leads. And if we have a good way into your CRM to see those estimates, we will actually pull out the revenue quoted and then the revenue won so that you can actually see, hey, they're paying for themselves. We're, we're actually you know hitting ROI uh, on our marketing. Gotcha. Yeah, no, and that helps us identify leaks in the funnel, right? So sometimes we see like, man, we are really generating traffic with the ads and they are hitting the landing page. And when they hit that landing page, it is scaring them away and we need to figure out what's wrong with it. Um, so a lot of times we will rewrite landing pages for clients because they're, you know, the landing page itself is keeping the ads from converting the way we want. Mm -hmm. Um, so we build out that dashboard for you so that you can see what's happening. And it also lets us know like, Hey, we need to find what's going wrong here to, to fix it and, and hit ROI. Gotcha. Yeah. And if they, if they do want to get in touch with you, where they, where can they uh, reach out? Yeah, lightspeedsocialagency.com is the the best way to get in touch with us. We've got a contact form there that goes right into my inbox. And I would love to talk to you about how to grow your lawn care and landscaping business. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know that you guys have a bunch of free stuff that you put out. I think I mentioned, um, I don't know if it was before we started, but uh, that I had found your podcast on um, just Apple Podcasts. And you have yeah. a bunch of stuff on there. I think it's every Friday, something like that, that you guys yes. upload. Um, I think there's a blog on the website too. And I know there's a YouTube channel. So the YouTube channel is really good. I've seen a lot of cool interviews on there. So guys, definitely go check that out. Links in the description below. Uh, Cody, for th thanks for uh, taking the time to come on. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks for the the advice for sure. And uh, we'll definitely be in touch and, and probably want to get you on come springtime so you can uh, come back and, and impart some more knowledge so that we can, we can really scale our businesses. So I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Caleb. Thanks for reaching out. Yep, absolutely. All right, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. If you have not already, be sure to leave us a five-star review. Always helps. And we will catch you on the next one.